How's it going, you wonderful people? We are back. Very, very special episode today of the Greatest City in the World podcast. I'm back with uh, the legend, yeah. Mr. Mike Rizzo. <laughs> you, uh, your, your reputation is growing by the day, yeah. and uh, all the research, today's a special day. I am the foremost researcher in America <laughs> on America's best towns. I don't think anyone has done the, this amount of research into the top towns in America, so I'll at least give you that. I would but bet. That, that's probably where the accolades stop. I would bet that that's true, though, um, and it's it's exciting. I, Think today's a big day, and uh, we're finally revealing uh, all your results from yes. all of your research. And um, yeah, what best you, towns in America. The slide deck America. we have it uh, we have it figured out. Yeah, and we'll make this available to all of you at some point in the near future. And uh, but we'll reveal the results at least today, and then um, hopefully we'll come up with some next steps where yeah. we go from here. The findings, right? And I think we got to re- reiterate why we're doing this, right? Yeah. Our mission is, you know, we, you and I both believe Catania has potential to be one of America's best towns. Yes, sir. Right. And, you know, we it's our goal of Catania 300 by our 300th birthday in 2027 that we will be listed and noted as one of America's best towns. Absolutely. Um, and we reviewed all the annual list and we figured out what America's best towns, uh, the characteristics and elements that make them America's best towns. And that's what I put in this final research report. Yep. I've tried to do it very simple. We found five uh, defining characteristics uh, and I tried to give us some next steps to tackle here over the next seven years, and it's coming fast. I know. I, I was just thinking, I've been in Catanning for seven years, thinking about this again today. Uh, you know, it doesn't seem, it seems like a long time, but at the same time, it feels like it was just yesterday. And so, mm-hmm. if we're going to have this much transformation in seven years, we gotta <laughs> got to get to work. But go ahead. All right. So, I mean, the overall research, I think, was pretty, it was so, so simple and clear, right? I think going into this, I wasn't sure what we were going to expect, but we really defined five def- defining characteristics if you went back and listened to any of our videos. Yeah. And we've you know, got a good composition of different lists. And, you know, I can sum up the best towns in America in one simple s- sentence or statement, right? America's best towns have a unique local environment. They're places that people want to both live and visit. Mm-hmm. They're vibrant, clean, offer outdoor amenities, or have a thriving arts and cultural scene. Yeah. That statement holds true to the 90 or so towns that we reviewed. Yeah. The five defining characteristics of these towns is, as you know, but we'll rehash them. Mm-hmm. They have a local vibe. There's arts and culture. Yeah. There's outdoors and amenities. They promote their towns. They didn't happen to get on these lists by happenstance. People don't show up in these towns by happenstance. There's a lot of promotion going on. Absolutely. And they're great places to live. Yeah. So we're going to go through them real quick. The five defining characteristics, and, and Andy, steal this one. you know, you can just jump in and, and talk about anything that you that you thought jumped out at you. Yeah. You know, the first thing I think, which is true about all the towns, and it was defined in the list. The list always called out that they have a special store, or special restaurant, or special park, or special theme, or art, or something. Right. That the towns were local, and they have a culture of the local people. And visitors supporting these unique local establishments. Yeah. Right. I mean, this goes to even the most thriving city neighborhoods in in America. You'll find local places, unique shops and restaurants, and that's what you're finding in these towns. Yeah. None of the towns highlighted their McDonald's and Wendy's. I mean, I like I love McDonald's (laughs) and Wendy's. Don't get me wrong, but that it takes it takes more than that because that money doesn't always stay local, and so we need we need to support our local business and cultivate that community. Yeah, and I think the one thing that's missing here is really an ecosystem. And a lot of it has to do with, I think, the economic level. You know, we're not the richest town in America. Sure. Right? And, um, but we got to build a better ecosystem and culture of supporting local business. 
yeah, when somebody does take that step out and mm-hmm. take that leap of faith, we need to get behind them. <laughs> yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. And I think there's different things that different groups in the town can do to promote that, yep. that you see these other towns through their through their promotions, uh, how they build local businesses and how they have a nice ecosystem for those to thrive. Yeah. Now, the thing I think that caught us off guard when we went to do these lists, the, the next topic is art, right? Yep. I think both you and I were surprised that the the amount of these towns that have really art attractions, museums, art galleries, and how important it was in the um, to be on these lists. Now, in Catanning, of course, we have the Armstrong County History Museum, mm-hmm. and in all these slides, I, I put next steps for for you and I and our group to focus on as we move forward. Right? Yeah. I think one is work with the Armstrong County History Museum. Uh, I think there's a lot of potential there. I think there's a lot of things we can do there. Uh, arts in the Allegheny is another group that I think we need to work with to expand the art scene. And then, of course, look for community art projects. A lot of these towns have murals. They have different things on the even how they paint their crosswalks, um, their welcome signs, right? They're all very um, artsy yeah, and, that kind and unique of, and yeah, local. <laughs> that kind of stuff is happening around us, and, and but not happening here yet. You know, right. Butler had that big push with murals, I think it was last year, mm-hmm. last summer, and then... Uh, Ford City, the mail pouch uh, mural downtown there, which looks amazing, by the way. Uh, did a video on that uh, last week, so uh, you can check that out. But I think we need to see so much more of that. Yeah, we and need then, like 40 of those projects. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. And then the, the History Museum, I think there's so much potential there. Um, it's frustrating to see we have that. It's a gem. It's a really beautiful sure. place, but then it's only open, you know, half a dozen hours a week. And well, now they have the front yard that they got from the school district, and I think there's maybe some potential to develop that. Absolutely. Uh, and I think the best story, at least the story that stuck out with me the most, came from the arts angle of all these towns, is that Paducah, Kentucky, yeah. a long time ago, changed their town by offering abandoned housing to artists. And they were bringing artists from Chicago and all over the East Coast yeah, um, and they got they worked with the local bank, and the local bank gave these guys basically no interest loans to turn uh, so th- to turn this to turn these old abandoned structures into artist shops and homes for them. Yeah, and now it's noted by the UN as a art uh, cultural art. I'm, I'm not sure the right term terminology with places like Milan and San Francisco yeah. <laughs> and Paducah, Kentucky. And it's attracting just tons of people every year. Yeah. Uh, and they have a whole, they have an art school now in Paducah, Kentucky. And uh, well over 100 artists took advantage of this uh, this program they had for them to move into abandoned structures. And it has completely revitalized their town. Yeah. And put them on the map internationally. I think that's the, probably the coolest story of everything we've, all the, all the towns that were listed. I agree. Like, I'll never forget Paducah, Kentucky, which is crazy. You know, you don't, I've never even heard of it before mm-hmm. this, but yeah, to be like on a world, what is it, UNESCO World Heritage Site or something, or yeah. whatever it was, uh, that's crazy. And, yeah. But that we do have that same potential here, and, I really believe. And that was a town that was run down, maybe more worse so than Catani. Right. So it's a great thing to... Um, it's a great story and it made me a great example for us to follow. Yeah. The outdoors also uh, featured prominently in some in for a lot of these towns and, and on a lot of these lists, right? The outdoors are big draws, uh, mountains, oceans, forests, parks, etc. Right? Uh, we have you know we we have the trail. You know that's one of our next steps here is to work with the trail, understand how we can expand that. Yeah. Uh, the L- the YMCA is doing a lot of. Uh, work and I think there's ways we can connect with them to promote uh, different activities. We have the river. We need to look at more ways we can utilize the river. 
Um, you know, some of these towns we can't compete with the mountains of Park City, Utah. But if you look at places like Sanderac, New York, which is like a hub, uh, people come in to Sanderac. They downtown's lively. They have live music, all these restaurants, and then people go uh, throughout upstate New York. You could see a similar thing type type of thing happening here in Catanning. Um, you know, I think we have a lot of outdoor act activities and opportunity with the river and both the trail. The yeah. trail, I think, is the biggest asset that is not fully utilized yet because it's not connected. Yeah, the trail and the river have the greatest potential of, every, of everything we have. And, and what's great is, like, those things cannot go away. Sure. Like, you, we're not going to you – know, poverty isn't going to make the river disappear. Right. And so it's, like, <laughs> always going to be there as, a, as an opportunity for us. And, yeah, we have to figure out how we're going to use that. Sure, sure. The fourth thing, which I think is probably the area that Catanian has lacked the most in, yep. is promotion. Mm -hmm. Now, all the towns on these on these lists, I, I felt, have done good jobs of promoting. And they also have phenomenal websites. So, you know, the list of 92 towns, yeah. <laughs> right? You can Google them all, and they have a chamber site, they have, like, a tourist site, and they have, most of them have a town site. But there's a lot of towns on this lit on these lists that had under a thousand people right but they're getting national press in the biggest newspapers in the country they're getting press here you know on buzzfeed or travel and leisure right i mean if if travel and leisure did a story on coming to catanning you know it would be economic boom in the millions yeah right um but it just doesn't happen these people have strategically identified the best assets to promote and have promoted it whether you know this is a place to stay we have historic buildings we have this art museum Right, I, I think that's something that we need to develop. Yeah. What What can we pr promote? Right. Who are we going to pitch it to? You know, do we need positioning statements and things like that to help position the town better? And then we could also look at maybe doing some joint promotions with some other towns and whatnot. But these towns have thriving chambers that uh, are attracting people, and they do things like register buildings on historic for to be historic districts. Right. Right. Uh, identify you know signage to put up in the town. Right do things to promote the arts. So not only are they promoting the town outwardly, right, they're also promoting improvements internally to, right. to build the town and build tourism. Yeah, and I, I think this is, like like you said, I, I think this is the one that is so, this is so tangible. Yeah. Because if someone just wanted to dedicate their life to this, they could get Catanning on the map, like, a thousand percent more than right, it is right, right. right now. If this was your day job, yeah, right? I would. Yeah, I would just kill this because I'd make <laughs> three videos a day on Catanning. And it, but there's there's other people out there that are way more talented than I am uh, that can you know begin to cultivate that process too. And if we all can work together, and you know, I'm gonna harass the Pittsburgh Trib, and you're gonna harass the Post Gazette until right. they write an article on the great restaurants in Catanning. You know, we can. I think we can make that happen easier than we think. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're, we definitely have a, a lot of next steps on that one yeah. that are really practical. Yeah, and I think they're tangible things that we can do. Yeah. So, yes. The final thing is living. Uh, I think you were shocked at some of the home values in these towns. Because I'm walking around seeing $50,000 houses in Catanning, and you're like, the average median price is $375,000. i am like, what? Um, but because these towns have been become tourist attractions, because they have... Uh, vibrant town, towns, they have art scenes, they have things to do, they have amenities, right? Uh, and they're clean, cleansy, you know, clean towns, right? Yeah. Uh, they have access to the outdoors, right? These towns have become great places to live, and people now are trying to escape the cities, and they're good areas for families, retirees, and, you know, virtually any demographic to live in. 
Um, you know, things we talked about here in Catania specifically, you know, everyone knows well documented we've lost population for now six straight decades. Yeah. There's no way in the world we're going to be considered one of the best towns in America unless that population uh, decline reverses, right? And, you know, cleaning up light, promoting the town is a great place to live, right? Yeah. All these other towns that we just talked about in the promotion efforts, right? They also document how to open a business there. Do you want to move here? Here's all the here's all the houses that we have for sale, right. showcased, right? Yeah. Um, here's all the available buildings for your potential business, yeah. and here's here's the realtor that you'd contact. You know, all that stuff is available. Right. Yeah. And they have these art projects that are uh, improving the neighborhoods. Yeah. Right. And you know, we talked about two, uh, trying to track home values in Catani, uh, which is something I think we need to do and give us insights and valuable data on on our properties increasing and and um, you know getting people to move to Catania. But I think there's a lot of uh, awareness that people don't realize, right? I mean, we talked about Pittsburgh numerous times, right? If, if you're uh, moving to Pittsburgh, right, you either go to Murraysville, uh, Cranberry, Wexford, or um, the South Hills. South Hills, right. Yeah. And, you know, for 10 times or 5 to 10 times the cost of what you would do to move to Catania. Right. right. So can we position and win some of that business that is uh, – People are instead of investing four hundred thousand dollars in a home in Wexford or or Upper St. Clair, would someone invest you know hundred thousand dollars in a home in Catania and then have three hundred thousand dollars to fix it up or right. you know live a, a more vibrant lifestyle? I don't know, but I think that's things that we need to. St- we're not even entering into that discussion to attract residents, and I think that's some stuff we need to do. Yeah, and I don't you know that just I'm assuming like realtors are going to have all that data. We're just going to have to try to do that research and go back and pull records and that kind of, and certainly the sure. county would have all yeah. that data. So, um, you know, every, every, but our borough has nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so the fact that the, you know, we're not even attempting to track that is a big problem because we, it has to be measurable Yeah. because as if you're only 10% of the way through the process, uh-huh. people don't feel the 10%. They'll feel it when we're halfway there, Sure. but we have to be able to tell them, hey, we're 10% of the way there, and I know you might not be feeling that it's getting better right now, but we gotta just keep pushing. We're going sure. in the right direction. Sure. And, um, cause I think that's what happened in Catanning so often is we start moving in the right direction and then everyone is like, ah, it's not happening fast enough. So when we change course, we fire everyone on city council, we start over, we get a new school board, we start over and we haven't, but we, if we would just tell the right story yeah. and actually measure the progress, then we could keep pushing the same direction. Well, another thing that could happen, and people in Armstrong County aren't familiar with this, but this is what happens in basically every thriving neighborhood in, in America right now. Yes. Yeah. Corporations have got in. Developers, right? We don't have developers in Armstrong County. Right. But if we start doing this and it gets some attention, right? I mean, there's a chance that a developer from Pittsburgh would come in and say, I'm going to rehab 20 properties in Catani, right? right? You know? It wasn't uh, just one random guy flipping houses that flipped Lawrenceville, right? right. <laughs> it, was, it was big-time developers with hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. putting in $50, $60 million apartment complexes or hotels, right? And if we got someone like that to maybe invest in Catanning through a structure that makes it uh, worth their while, right? Yep. Uh, if they understand that property values are going to double or triple, right? That could attract someone to do something like that, and uh, that would be just a... Uh, I mean, just a chain reaction of positive things for the town. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, so you're, that the last one is great. Pla- being a great place to live. Yeah. So that's it. I mean, those are the five. I, you know, I. I <laughs> it is that simple. Local vibe, arts and culture, outdoor amenities, promotion of the town, and have a great place to live. Yeah. Extremely difficult to do, I think. Um, 
but there, but each one of these things, there's tangible things we can do. I, I, I don't think after going through all these towns to say Catanian is, I think we're clo- we're closer than we realize. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. One thing that one question that I kind of had as I was kind of going through this and and looking at it, the the local vibe piece, you know, that's a that's a big one for me and supporting local all those kinds of things. Yep. What do you feel like has held Catanian back in that aspect? Because I know a lot of people that have tried to start businesses and then it doesn't work out, and then they always feel like. Like they come back with, well, I don't feel like people were supporting the town, or they don't. People weren't willing to support what we were doing. Those kinds of things. What do you think has held us back in that respect? I know I'm blindsiding you with the question. Yeah, here, I but. mean, I, I don't know. I mean, the 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 best story I always say to that is is even though it's not a town, is the Austin, Texas story, right? Where the someone who promotes Austin for a living, when I was in Austin in a business trip, explained this to me, that you know they move everyone from Austin's not from Austin, but when you move there. You, the first thing you notice is there are no McDonald's in town. Right. And they say, this is what you drink and this is what you eat. And, you know, we have a slogan that's called Keep Austin Weird and there's a slogan called Keep Portland Weird, right? Yeah. But what that really means is keep Austin local. Yeah. And if you look at any of these towns or, uh, you know, any of the thriving metropolis, right, neighborhoods, they have – they buy into supporting local. Now, I, I don't know if it's because our demographic's older um, you know, I think some of it might have to do with the economics of it, but if I walked into a business meeting in Austin, Texas, and I sat down a Dunkin' Donuts cup on the table, I would just feel like I insulted everybody. <laughs> but no, that, I'm serious. And and but that's that's in a lot of these towns. Five. I'm sure if you would go to you know name a town, Fredericksburg, uh, Texas, yeah. right? Um, you know. Uh, the, the, the people there want to go downtown and shop, and they they just have that vibe. I mean, Litsa, Pennsylvania has a really local uh, – it's full of boutique stores, right? And that's one of, the, I think, the towns that we can look at. Yeah. I just think it's a cultural shift. I think it's people in the town and town leaders also supporting that, yeah. right? I, I, I come up with a couple of different things as I'm thinking about it. Um, by the way, I did drink out of a Dunkin' Donuts cup this morning, but I drank East Berry coffee out of that cup So, because uh, I had extra Dunkin' Donuts cups laying around. So I drank your coffee. I don't know of- how I feel about that. <laughs> you don't know whether to be insulted or impressed. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but no, I, was thinking, I, I don't think as a town, like I don't think, feel like we've ever cultivated like this idea of being excellent. Yeah, as a as a business or as a town in general, like we should we should feel some pride in what we're doing. Like there are some businesses that are that do things uh, really great. I think of like Russell Rose Bridal. Like you go in that place, it's really put together, it's mm-hmm. really organized. Shannon's really professional. Like those kinds of places. But there's some other places, businesses that started up, and I feel like they just felt like we'll just hang a shingle and like everyone will want to come. But that's not that's not it. Like yeah. you, we have to like cultivate kind of a level of excellence as well. Well, the other thing is these towns are promoting their localness, right? Yeah. So I think when you see the you know, Washington Post eventually do a story on Catanning mm-hmm. and they call out, you know, whatever restaurant and whatever shop, right? Yeah. Then I think people are going to feel more proud and understand, support that, and then understand that that local place is a conduit for right. economic success, Yeah. Right. That, that's, that, would li- that will lift all Catani. And that, that's exactly the other side of what I was going to say, too. So you have this cultivating excellence. And then the other, the other side of it is we have to like get rid of the territorial 
aspect mm-hmm. of this because I think everyone thinks you know I have a restaurant now there's a new restaurant coming in town now that we're competing against each other I don't think that's Katanning's future I think Katanning's future is we need more restaurants even yeah so that we can become a restaurant hub sure. and then it becomes like oh we want to go to Katanning just because there's restaurants and everyone's going to get more business because a new one opened down the street yeah and I just really I believe in that and we have to kind of like break down those territorial walls and just say hey we're in this thing together. I'm, I'm actually quite positive that the promotion piece yeah, and the pr- actual promotion of stories will actually start to impact a local vibe. I, I believe that too. Yeah. And I think that's not my opinion. I think that's what you've seen happen in all of these towns. Yep. Well, because when you do start to get outside visitors, you start to feel better about yourself when you live here because you're like, hey, everyone wants to be here and I already live here. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> and know? when you see your home go up from $80,000 to $140,000, that's tangible. Uh, that's tangible too, right? And I, and then you're more inclined to fix it up and whatnot as well. So. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I just wanted a couple. One quick thing before you sign off, I would definitely want to get your take on stuff. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, there's 93 towns on this list, right? I think we talked about Paducah having the best story. Yep. I talked Litza, PA is a good one to follow. Jim Thorpe, PA, which is one that's local. Uh, Yellow Springs, Ohio. Yeah. And I mentioned Sanderac, New York, which, you know, became a hub kind of within the Anirondacks, where some of those towns that stood out to me. Were there any that, were there any that stood out to you? Uh, well, no, a lot of those, a lot of the same. Um, the uh, the one in Minnesota, obviously the Minnesota one for me, but yeah. <laughs> that, that one that they were like the first rails to trail. Yeah, and they have like 700 people. Yeah. And they're also the bed and breakfast capital of Minnesota. So this town has 722 yeah. people. And they had like 50-some historic buildings 50 in this 50-some historic buildings. And 30, there's like 30 bed and breakfasts in this town. It's yeah. unbelievable. And yeah. it's two hours away from anywhere. Yeah. And uh, you, if you put Catanning on the map, just asset to asset, Catanning would blow that town out of the water. 100%. But they, they, they found a niche, and they were very smart in their promotion. Well, and you bring up Yellow Springs, uh, Ohio. I was talking to someone who listened to that podcast where that one was on, uh-huh. and, and they were shocked that Yellow Springs, Ohio was on the list because they said, I've been to Yellow Springs, Ohio, and I didn't think it was anything all that special. And, and home va- we even looked at that in the home value episode, too, and they were going crazy. up. Crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. And so, yeah, I think we're, we're, we're close. We're really close. Um, yeah, a couple other things that just stuck out to me, because I'm, I'm always going back to the four goals that I've listed, right? Yeah, yeah. We're trying to remove blight, which is directly related to being a better place to live. Mm-hmm. We're trying to take care of the opioid issue, which I think is kind of along that same vein fill up downtown business, and support local government. And what I love about this list and what I was hoping that I would get out of this whole process was a lot of mine are just solving negatives. Yeah. And a lot of these things are like, okay, not only are we solving negatives, but we got to go take all those things into a positive direction. And that's the piece that I was missing. And what I see is like turning problems into solutions. Mm-hmm. That's what makes Paducah, Kentucky so special. Yeah. Is they didn't just say, hey, we want to remove the blight from our town. They said, how can we take the blight from our town and use it to our advantage and use that to actually solve the problem? They used the problem as the solution. And so we have to get we have to get more creative and we just have to dream bigger. Mm-hmm. I, I think we're just really small and narrow minded and we have to just go. We have to dream really, really big. I agree. I think we have our marching orders. At least we understand next steps. Yeah. And I think this is obtainable. Yeah, hundred percent. So um, I don't know. What else? Any other thoughts? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm working on Luke Bryan for when we get on the list. <laughs> He's going to do a concert on 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 Market, Market Street. Street. He's yeah. the guy that I identified who would do this. Yeah. And because uh, we have to have a big celebration when we get on the list. Yeah. 
And we have to. And hopefully, s- it's many list, and hopefully, it's before twenty twenty seven. And maybe we have to approach him now and just be like, as a bet, and be like, "Hey, we want to book you for seven years from now, and if we get on the list, you have to come." Yeah. And I bet he would take the bet. I think he would. <laughs> so if any of you know Luke Bryan, like that's <laughs> that's the celebratory gift. Um, if we make the list. Well, a couple and, of and also, I mean, the so everyone's legitimately we are we are going to reach out to these groups, like the our, the history museum and the Y, and say, okay, this is what we're trying to do, yeah, trail right. How can we make this happen? And uh, we're going to be doing quarterly updates and, and really tracking progress and all these different things uh, against these characteristics of the best towns. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to take these practicals. And if you guys are interested in helping with that, or if you're listening to this and you're on the board for the History Museum, like, we want to talk to you. We want to, we want to get together. If you're on a city council, we, you know, we want to present this to you, and we want to, we want to get us – I think the, the major goal – this will fail if, if people don't get behind it. Sure. And so we need everyone to kind of say, hey, Katang 300, that seems, like the, that seems like the way to go. Let's get behind it, and let's work together to, to achieve it. And so if you're out there, you're listening to this, and you say, I want to be a part of it, put your name in the comments, uh, reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever, send me a DM anywhere, and I'll get your name and number on a list, and we'll keep you updated, and uh, we'll give you a job to do, right? Yeah, yeah. There are are plenty. (laughs) Plenty of jobs to do. But, hey, I just want to thank you. I mean, I know you've put hours and hours into this uh, that you probably didn't have, and so uh, much appreciated. It's a service to our town, and... um, I'm just so stinking excited. Yeah, well, I hope I, I hope it works. I think after go, doing all the research, I think it's obtainable. I yeah. mean, there's a few dominoes that need to fall, obviously. Yeah. But I think there is a clear blueprint on how to become one of America's best towns. Yeah. And I think if we do that, that will raise uh, prosperity and the quality of life for everybody in the Catanian area. Yep. 100%. All right. Dang it. So excited. <laughs> Let's do this thing, and you guys. And then Luke Bryant comes to town to celebrate. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll update you very soon, you guys. I promise. If you want to get involved, leave your name and number in the comments or reach out to me, and I'll get you on the list. And um, we're going to do this thing. See you real soon, Katanning.